really is about this belief system that human life ends at death. And so therefore, we have to kind of make the most of this life by experiencing everything that is on this earth. So that's what makes a worthwhile life. And that's what, that's the only thing that becomes like a, a noble pursuit then mm. in this particular life when this is all we have, which actually is very contrary to our Christian faith. Like we know that there is a life after death as well, that it doesn't end when life on earth ends. So I guess that kind of then, the bucket list in that sense actually stands in opposition to our faith. Right. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Living Fullness. I'm Stina Constantine and joining me on the podcast is Father Sean Burns. Each week you'll hear us chat about a range of topics from virtue to relationships, comments on cultural shifts and lessons that we're learning as we go along and we are so excited to have you join us. So sit back and enjoy being part of a conversation with a couple of friends. Hello, Padre. How are you going? Very well, thank you. And yourself? I'm doing well. That's Welcome back to way. season four. Season four. Dang, how did <laughs> we get here? <laughs> how did we get here? Yeah, how did uh, we get here? How did we get here? Well, you drove and, uh, oh, and I... <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, because we are recording from the cathedral today. Well, we are. We are recording from the cathedral today. We're in my office. Mm-hmm. And, and we're just going to hope there's no emergencies that you need to run away from today. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I have a sign on my door that says, please don't disturb unless it's urgent. Yep. So, yeah. And then so do not hesitate. <laughs> every time I hear the faint ring of a phone, I'm thinking, any minute now. Yeah. <laughs> that door but, will uh, get knocked down. <laughs> but how do we get here? I Look, it's it's a journey, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it has. It's been a real journey to season four. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've learned a lot. Yes. We've learned a lot. Yes. Like everything from, from how to podcast. <laughs> Right, which we're still learning. Yeah. Every time we do an episode, like we wind up learning something more about yeah, the yeah. thing that we're talking about, which yeah, is just 100%. awesome. So yeah, it's good fun. So yeah, it is good fun. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to reserve the conversation around how has the break been for our Patreon supporters. So if you'd like to hear what the last sort of few weeks have been like, go over to our Patreon and check out our Patreon video where we catch you up on what these last five weeks of break has been like for oh. us. Oh. Indeed. So this particular episode, first one back, Padre, what are we going to talk about today? Bucket lists. Mm-hmm. Bucket lists, you see. and uh, so Buckets and buckets, buckets of lists. And buckets and buckets <laughs> of lists. Or lists of buckets. But uh, I don't know. Uh, so, <laughs> so Bishop Mark Edwards, the Bishop of our diocese, he and I were sitting down recently for dinner or breakfast. I can't remember which one. They all kind of blend into each other. But uh, sitting down for a meal at the cathedral and uh, he brought up a podcast called When the Church Stops Working uh, with Andrew Root. And uh, on this particular episode, the hosts brought up the notion of the bucket list. Mm. And Bishop proposed that this would be a good episode for Living Fullness to do. So, mm-hmm. Bishop, this one is for you. Woo-hoo. So, uh, bucket lists. Firstly, I guess let's start with what the podcasters had to say, Andrew Root yes. and his companion had to say about uh, bucket lists. So, the first thing to note is that they reference a film called The Bucket List and they're like starring Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. You're killing me here. Jack Nicholson, man. Jack Nicholson. Uh, just That's correction number one. So, and it's the only one I have to offer. And indeed, the idea of this film is, is you know, this is what sort of 
brought the bucket list into into sort of uh, mainstream culture. I, mm. I, I think that's that they make that observation. I think by and large is quite true. Like that mm. film happened, and then there was everyone had a bucket list, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm. and it's it's something that's sort of remained mm, as well. It's kind of you know, stuck. It's, it's kind of stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I guess part of the idea of a bucket list is sort of this uh, comes from this idea that we've all experienced the world getting a bit smaller and getting a bit more accessible. So everything's generally in the Western world, at least places are a lot more accessible to get to. So travel's a lot easier. And we're also hyper aware of what is available out there and what other people are able to access. And so naturally then what happens is we go, oh, well, I would like to be able to go there too. I'd yeah. like to be able to see that too. I'd like to be able to do that too. Yeah. So there's there's a bit of that sense that kind of comes in with this idea of a bucket list or a list of mm. things that mm. we'd like to experience in life. And there's a couple of things that the podcasters sort of mention as well you know, in this particular episode. And one of them, he says, in some ways, human life becomes a stacking of experiences and there doesn't need to be a coherence to that. That life doesn't need a narrative. It's about checking off a box. So it becomes this kind of shopping list, if you like, yeah. of things that we have to get and kind of consume. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I actually think that was a very keen insight on their part. Mm. Um, to me, this becomes part of the supermarket mentality with which present Western culture has become so obsessed. I can have what I want when I want and that will make me happy, but I can have what I want when I want without any expense to other things that I want. I can I can have my cake and eat it too sort of mentality, nice. right? You know? Mm-hmm. And um, and this actually reminds me of something that John Paul II said in Pastoris da Bovobis, number five or six. <laughs> one of the one one of the early numbers. Uh-huh. Prisoners of the fleeting moment. They seek to consume the strongest and most gratifying individual experiences at the level of immediate emotions and sensations, inevitably finding themselves indifferent and paralysed, as it were, when they come face to face with the summons to embark upon a life project which includes a spiritual and religious dimension and a commitment to solidarity. Now, if you've heard me quote that passage before, it's because it's my one of my favourite passages from John Paul II, <laughs> and it's a really good one. But I, I think... One of the things that, that the hosts of the podcast really do sort of hit upon is that the bucket list mentality works to reinforce this this notion of the consumption of the strongest and most gratifying experiences in an attempt to substitute an isolated experience for meaning and purpose which calls us to communion and sacrifice. It's, it's, it's almost like the aiming for the isolated experience which will give us a moment of happiness becomes the substitution for the the meaning and purpose that we're all called to have that leads us to communion with other people and leads us to a sacrificial dimension in our human lives. So I, I think that's that that is actually a quite a good point about the notion of a of a bucket list is that it's it has these isolated experiences that don't have, as they rightly point out there, a narrative dimension. Mm. And, and so life becomes more about the sum of experience rather than genuine human and divine connection, yeah. which provides a meaning that is unique to the human person. Yeah. One of the other things that they say in their episode, which I thought was really cool, is they – I'll just quote them. They, they said, modern man's way of coping with his finitude – 
that's kind of what the bucket list mm. is. And I, I guess I'm sensing that that same thing because it really is about this belief system that human life ends at death. And so therefore we have to kind of make the most of this life by experiencing everything that is on this earth. So that's right. what makes a worthwhile life and that's what that's the only thing that becomes like a, a noble pursuit then mm. in this particular life when this is all we have which actually is very contrary to our Christian faith. Like we know that there is a life after death as well, mm. that it doesn't end when life on earth ends. Um, so I guess that kind of then the bucket list in that sense actually stands in opposition to our faith. Right, right. You know, Andrew makes this 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 very point. He says that it, it also seems to be a way of trying to avoid the reality of death. Mm. Sort of, you know, clocking up experiences becomes a way of dealing with death without actually dealing mm. with it mm. is the point they make. And I can remember years ago when I was at uni, mm. we had a chaplain take our college on a, on a long walk up uh, one of the hills at uni. And I, I think for our American listeners, um, <laughs> for us, college is a different thing yeah. for you guys. So I think for yeah. you guys, college is like year 11 and 12. Um, uh, whereas for us, a college is sort of a residential place normally. Mm. Uh, sometimes it's a high school. Mm. Sometimes mm. it's a high mm. school. Yeah. But 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 frequently it's Secondary also a, a residential place for tertiary mm. tertiary places. Mm. So so um, for me, this was a residential college, mm -hmm. and um, for, for for university, and uh, we were staying there. We had a. Oh, I, I was staying there here in Wagga, and um, our chaplain took us all on this really long walk up one of the hills at the university and because uh, oh, um, they, 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 they are, they, they're really, yeah, yeah, you, you went there, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was uh, very, it's it's wide open land mm, and, you know, mm. very, um, uh, it's, it's it's an agricultural college mm -hmm. as much as it is, you know, a business college or a, a medical imaging college. It's 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 built on the back of agriculture. Yeah. So it's it's very, it's a, a very broad ranging hills and and almost mountainous ranges, you know. <laughs> almost. Probably exaggerating a touch there, but you feel like it when you're going up some of these oh, hills, sure. you know. Sure. And uh, so we walked up this hill and then Father was going to give us a talk at the end. And um, uh, so we got up there and we all sat down on the ground and he's giving us this talk. And <laughs> he began his talk like this. We're all going to die. <laughs> at the top of this hill? It's like, okay, well, that's... That's one way to inspire us, I guess. Uh, uh, right, and so the, and 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 we all we were all like, "What? Like, what do you mean we're all going to die?" You know, and, and the, the the reaction of the whole cohort was one of absolute disbelief. Like, why would you say that? Why would you say we're all going to die? Yeah. Uh, you know, yet it's one of the most fundamental truths that we've yes. kind of got to confront. Is yeah, you know, we're all going to die, and 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 whilst that probably was not necessarily the most prudent way <laughs> to to, uh, to engage with us, it was true, yeah. and it, it remains true. We're all going to die. Mm. So, death is is generally generally it's it's not something that we're ready to deal with as a culture. We rather seek to kind of push the reality off to the side and indulge in a disconnected experience as though that disconnected experience somehow enables us to deal with death. Right. You know, and, yeah. and, and so it's as kind of... that somehow is the way to yeah, deal. Like the, yeah. that's the healthy way yeah, exactly, to cope exactly. with I'm, what's happening. I'm dealing with death because I'm, I'm clocking up all these experiences and I'm leading a life well lived. And, mm. and uh, you know, I, I, I look at, at, and they, they also make this same point, 
I look at my parents. I look at people who've who've you know, my mother, who's in her I don't I don't want to say <laughs> I, I'm 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 concerned mum's gonna to listen to this and be like, I'm how old? You <laughs> so, so she's in her seventies. Mm-hmm. And mum, I'm a bad son, aren't I? I can't tell you how old my mum is. Um, <laughs> it's a good thing you're not sharing her age. So with that's right. Good that's son. right. So uh, you know, my mum has never travelled overseas mm-hmm. uh, because she's terrified of flying. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know how to swim, mm-hmm. so she won't sail. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and you know, so she's just not interested in overseas travel. Yeah. She's not interested in skydiving. <laughs> she doesn't want to go bungee jumping. Yep. And yet she has lived yeah. a markedly yeah. full life yeah. by the standards of I've raised a family. Yeah. I've I've fallen in love with a man and married him and had fifty going on 51, 52 years of awesome marriage. It's an incredible life. Uh, For her, she has led a full life. And she's led a full life because her life has been lived in communion and in sacrifice. Mm. And that has really meant something Mm. to to Mm. reduce a life down to experiences. Yeah. is, is, Is to cheapen the notion of what our lives are actually meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. And and I guess to like life is is made up of experiences. There are lots of different experiences. Mm, mm. But I guess when it comes to a bucket list, we're kind of looking for a particular, you know, extraordinary experience that mm. we wouldn't have in whatever ordinary life circumstance that we have. We're yeah. looking for something outside of where life currently has us. Yes. So it's all, always that external adding into and even thinking like thinking about my own attitudes towards bucket lists I suppose I remember when it came up when I was still a child like that's where the bucket list first came into onto into my mind I suppose from mm. friends talking about it and so on and I've, I've never really been all that interested in a bucket list sure and part of that I think is because of the opposite of what your mum's experienced where my parents used to travel a lot mm. as children my parents would take us to all sorts of different countries because partly because they were finally financially able yeah. to then travel and they wanted to see different things but also because it was important to my parents that we understood that there was a bigger world out there than the one that we could see there were mm. people out there who weren't as well off as we were and and they wanted us to know and they wanted to teach us uh, different yeah. things and they also wanted to connect us with family so yeah. we traveled to go and meet with aunts and uncles who lived in other places and so on but it meant that travel was one of those things that I was used to as mm. a child mm. I just grew up with that but along with that because it was overseas travel I spent a lot of time in transit <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so I learned from a child what it meant to sit and contemplate on something just sit and think about the one thing mm. and talk to God about the one thing yeah. for hours <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, <laughs> because sure. that's all you can do sure. <laughs> when you're in transit <laughs> before the days of having a tablet <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah. all you had so yeah. that's just that's just what you did or, and mm. then you know occasionally annoying your little sister and sure. occasionally getting irritated with her and so on As but you do. other than that <laughs> sure that's pretty much all you can all you could do at the time so I, I didn't really have a bucket list as such until the language of a bucket list came into being when friends started asking about what are your hopes and dreams? Like, where mm. do you want to mm. travel? What do you want to see? So the bucket list became the language mm. that I would use to communicate. Well, there's probably that place that I'd like to get to someday and maybe to go and see 
you know, this particular landmark or something or, mm. you know, whatever it might be. So it's purely based on travel yep. Um, yep. as the as the thing that would be the the checklist, if you like. But really, even now, I don't, I don't really have a bucket list now as much yep. as I have like a hopes and dreams board. Okay. <laughs> like it's, it gives me a bit of a visual reminder really of the kind of mission that I feel God has called me into in this mm. life, what he really wants out of me and out of my life. So for me, that means first and foremost, what does it mean to be an authentic Christian mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the things that fall under under that with a personal mission that God has in store for me. So that could include like some practical skills. Yep. So maybe it's about um, sustainability in ministry, like finances, yep. um, or maybe it's also related to generosity in life, yep. finances as well, or maybe there's particular skills, like as a therapist, you know, yep. for a yep. period of time there, there was couples therapy was on my vision board as something that I felt God was calling me to. So sure. that's a skill sure. I would need to learn in order to be able to achieve this particular aspect of of ministry that mm. I felt called to. But then also other other elements as well, like being, which aren't so practical, they're a bit more uh, internal, mm. I suppose, more of a disposition that I also need to foster. So that could be wanting to be fruitful in yeah. life, which yes. means that I need to have an openness to receive from God. Mm. Also means, you know, things like if I want to build a community around me, then I need to have, be able to foster a level of healthy relationships mm-hmm. in the communities that I have around me, but also a level of hospitality if I'd like to welcome people sure. into my space. So they don't, they're not things that I would necessarily call a, a tick box because I can go to a place, yeah. see a thing, and then I've done it yeah. or I've gone to this thing and completed a task yeah. and therefore sure. I've done it. They're more things that actually align with what my mission and call is in life that God has placed in me. Some of those things being practical things, others being Mm. a very spiritual thing, which is a growth season by season. So they're still experiences. They're just not experiences the way the bucket list would call to. I kind of like that too. That's, that's the idea of a goals and vision board, the idea of a, you know, sort of placing your values and your, your, you know, uh, your beliefs at the core level and to see, well, okay, how, how can I, how can I live life in accord with these things? And, and how do I see that going and what areas do I need to grow in? And that's actually really cool. I've just, as you've been talking, I've just been thinking about, you've used the word bucket list a few times. And yeah, I mean, the whole point of bucket list is he kicked the bucket. Yeah. Right. To to say that he died, he kicked the bucket. Uh, Well, what a, (laughs) yeah. That's just, that's just not nice. I yeah. mean, it's just, you know, it's yeah. not a nice way to talk yeah. about death at all. Yeah. So, sorry. That, that, it's that's, just the whole, uh, yeah. what is it? Remember your death? Memento Mori? Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. It's like the whole, yes. that's not what that's about. Like, it, no. this is not the way to go about remembering no. your death. It's not yeah. about going and achieving all these checklists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's yeah. not what, what that's for. It's actually remembering that we have a much greater call on this earth, we have a greater purpose mm. than these minute experiences. Yeah. Those those things may be exciting and they may be fun and may you know yeah yeah. Nothing necessarily wrong with having a desire to 
experience some of those things. Absolutely. I just think we get into murky territory when we think that is the be all and end all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and look, the, the the other thing about your your approach here is that it necessarily, from a Christian perspective, it would necessarily include a you know, preparation for the next life. Hundred like, percent. Like that's that's and and you know it reminds me of a cathedral. I think it's I think it's in Rome. I've not been there myself, uh, so I'm not hundred percent sure. But it's it's not a cathedral. Sorry, it's a church, and it's a church <laughs> for our Protestant brothers and sisters. We're going to be like, what? <laughs> and I get it, dude. I totally get it. I'm going to freak you out a little bit here. Be chill. Uh, it's <laughs> it's a church built. Out of the skulls and bones of, yes. <laughs> of, of monks, right? Yes. Right, yes. and 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 it's it's or, or not the whole church built out mm-hmm, of it, but like mm-hmm. the inner walls yeah. are, are mm-hmm. lined with them, right? And so, and, and there's a, there's a plaque on that which which reads, uh, I think it's in Latin, but uh, in English it reads, uh, "What you are, I once was. Mm. What I am, one day you will be." Yes. <laughs> Yes, and, and and it's just it's apparently incredibly sobering when you yes. <laughs> when you walk in there and you you read this plaque and you're like okay yeah yep, okay yep, reality, I, check. reality check <laughs> I'm going to die yeah. uh, so yeah. you know and, and and so it is actually ordered towards it can be ordered towards the reality of death and the reality that we're all going to die. And we're all going to to one day face God, yeah. And, and that's 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 a helpful thing to keep to keep in yeah. mind, and and you know that that this life is temporal, the next life is eternal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word. It's almost like we're sitting with this live a life of no regret mm. kind of attitude of wanting to be able to tick all these things off, do all these things, so that we've maximized on the time that we have on this earth, but. I think as a Christian, also thinking beyond what will what experiences will I regret <laughs> rather yeah. than thinking what experiences will I regret not having had on this earth? Mm. What experiences would make my God sad? <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. In the next life if I didn't actually get to it, if you wanted that for me yeah. and I was too preoccupied yeah. with these, you know, external experiences rather than the life that he actually has in store for me. Actually, that's, yeah. So it, yeah. thinking beyond, like, yeah. in a way that the notion of a bucket list in terms of the motivation that might sit behind mm. it of wanting to lead a fulfilling life, that's yeah. not a bad thing, but to go beyond this yeah. life. Don't leave the yeah. goal for the end of this life. Absolutely. Leave it as how do we actually go to the, the end goal, yeah. the end goal of being yeah. in heaven with God. Like how do we become a saint? That's the end yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. create like create your own board or you know vision board yeah. or bucket yeah. list or whatever it is create a, a map if you like for your life of how mm. you can get to that beyond yeah. life on this earth yeah no absolutely absolutely i like that a lot yeah so some solutions some other alternatives i don't know um sure i guess sure. We've, we've kind of covered some of that already in terms of you know moving a list a bucket list if you like away from the places that mm. we want to go or the things that we want to do and moving it into the kind of person that we'd like to be and the experiences that we might need to have to help us grow into yeah. becoming that person. So, and, and that also means that our bucket list has to change. Like yeah. the, 
vision that we have needs to be something that's not fixed. Mm. So it can't be things like, well, I'm going to skydive <laughs> yeah, or I'm going to go and swim with sharks. That's on my bucket yeah. list yeah, because that's and, – and that will never change until it's ticked off because what does that – one, what does – what impact does that have on the type of person that we want to become? What does it – what value add yep. does that have yep. to the type of person that we want to become? But also if it's inflexible, mm. then there's very little – room for growth yep. Yep. and and who's in control. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So who, if we want our lives to be offered back up to God, if we want him to have full reign of our, of our lives, then we also need to hand our bucket list over to him to allow him to do whatever it is that he wants to get us to that place yes. of yes. holiness Absolutely. that he's got in store for us. Absolutely. Another thing might be to focus on some relational goals and aims, relationships with others, with God, relationship with ourselves, our body, mind, soul, our personal healing. You know, like that's 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 some good stuff. Mm. Um, and and it's it's great to be able to articulate those because those are the, in the end, those are the goals that are actually going to bring us a sense of peace, a sense of joy, uh, that and a sense of peace and joy that isn't circumstantial, mm-hmm. right? A sense of peace and joy that transcends the circumstances. That that we can that we might even have peace and joy in moments of turbulence and sadness. Like that's 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 something yeah. really awesome. So so to to have that um, that sort of relational um, relational aims and goals on one's bucket list or one's to use a better word one's vision and goals and vision board. You know, I think that I like that better. Yeah. <laughs> I just like yeah. that better. You know, it's uh, I think that's uh, those are. are are worthwhile things. And, and as you rightly say, it's not like you can't put on there, I'd like to skydive. Okay, look, cool. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's no worries at all. Yeah. Have some experiences on there yeah. by all and every means. Uh, but, but perhaps don't allow, you know, that, that list to be, to be this exclusively experience-oriented thing. Like it's okay to say, I'd like to skydive. Mm. It's even okay to have a piece of paper that has written on it, I'd like to skydive. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, although I think skydiving is for crazy people. So, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, who goes up oh, in let's the air not do this. And, says, <laughs> and says, you know what, I'm getting on a plane and then I'm going to jump out of the plane. I'm going to jump out of the plane. No, no, it's a plane. We stay in planes. We don't jump out. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Rant over. I'm sorry. We will I apologize. Have this conversation another day. <laughs> okay. All right. For another sorry. episode. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm 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 ranting at this point, and I'm deeply apologetic <laughs> for anyone who likes skydiving. Uh, so, so, um, but but you know, I think it's important that um, that we don't see those experiences as the meaning of our lives, yeah. as the thing which define a, a, a life well lived. Mm, a singular A singular, experience. yeah. Mm. I mean, you want to do it because it would be cool? Yeah, fair mm. enough. Yeah, sure. I get that. Sure. Well, actually, I don't. But, 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 <laughs> but, Not with skydiving, but, you don't. But, but there you know, might be some other there things. There might be some you, other yeah. thing, right? Yeah, mm. yeah. So, so um, uh, but, uh, you know, th- I think a, a, a goals and vision board um, – Says that our life is deeper than some isolated experience. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and that and that it's it's geared. Our lives are geared towards relationality. Yeah. 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 And even that, you know, like peace and joy that you were talking about there too, or even the exhilaration that can come from yeah. some of these more adventurous things that people yeah. might have on their bucket list. Um, there's nothing like wrong with 
wanting to have a little bit of fun, a bit of yeah. extra joy. Peace is good. Like, yes. want that in your life. That's really good. But even that excitement and that exhilaration, there's nothing wrong with wanting a bit of that periodically Absolutely. in and Absolutely. out of your life. So that's, yeah. It's a fun thing. Like, we're yeah. not saying get rid of everything that's <laughs> joyful and fun in your life. Like, that's not the life yeah. of holiness. No, no, it is. <laughs> like, yeah. Use, yeah. use that stuff. But I would say, like, if because there is nothing necessarily wrong with them, I would ask you know, are there things on the bucket list that you feel this is the only way that mm. you'll experience yeah. that peace or that yeah. joy or that exhilaration? Is there no other way yeah. that you would gain yeah. peace and joy and that excitement? Because then I have to ask the question, well, why do we need those experiences? Right. right. Why can't we be content mm. with joy and peace and excitement yeah. in other ways yeah. in our lives. Yeah. Is there no other way that we That's can right. gain those? Because that right. becomes problematic. It does. It does. And I think part of that is is I think part of the whole bucket list mentality then is probably also fed a little bit by social media. Yeah. Uh, where we see somebody else's life and we're like, oh wow. Wouldn't that be cool? They look so peaceful and joyful and they oh, they look like they're having such an awesome time. You're like, I want my life to be like that. So I'm going to have as many of those experiences as I can. And I do, that's just, what do they say? Comparison is the, is the thief of joy, yeah. right? You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's uh, uh, those those experiences in and of themselves are not going to provide us with the joy and the peace that we're looking for. Uh, just because it yeah. looks good on somebody else's life doesn't mean it's going to change ours in any, any, any meaningful way other than to say that I was crazy enough to jump out of a plane, uh, you know. So. Yeah, I was rich enough to travel. So I was, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. So I guess that's the end of episode one of season four, Bucket List. Yeah. Okay. And thank you very much to uh, to Andrew Root uh, yeah. and uh, your co-host. And please, uh, and I'm, I'm so sorry, I don't know the co-host's name. I'm so sorry. Whoever the co-host is, I don't know your name. I'm really apologetic for that. That sucks. I'm sorry. It's not that I didn't look for it. No, we actually did look for it. But it's we not that I didn't look name. for it. <laughs> but uh, thank you very much for for, yeah. for for your episode because that really got us thinking about it. I got our bishop thinking about it yeah, too, 100%. Uh, which is really cool. So yeah. uh, you guys did great work there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, a truth, beauty, and goodness before we leave this episode, Padre. Yes, uh, you, you first. Me first. Okay. Yes. Um, well, I suppose it's a new season and also new seasons in some of my friends' lives because yeah. there are babies abound. Okay. <laughs> there are lots of little newborns around at the moment, which has been really delightful. There's just something really and, – and first-time mums as well, first-time mums and dads. It's been really beautiful to watch first-time parents learning and forming their own community. Mm. around them and I had this one person the other day uh where we were sitting around talking to this new dad and we just you know said to this new dad I think I, my, I may have asked him so how are you how are you adjusting to being a new dad how's that coming along and he goes you know what it's this is perhaps the most normal thing I've ever done in my life mm. what <laughs> like tell me tell us more about that and he goes you know everything else in life yeah sure there were some other things that were ordinary and normal but being a dad like this is by far the most normal and natural thing yeah. ever. And we all just kind of went, whoa. That's actually really cool. <laughs> it was so cool. Yeah. It was so yeah. cool to hear a young dad just embrace his yeah. fatherhood. Yeah. Yeah. So that's oh, that's really awesome. God bless him. Yeah. 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 And their new family. Um, and you, Padre, mm. what, what have you got? Top that. What? <laughs> Mine is Bishop Mark. 
Oh. So, um, uh, this, 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 and this isn't just me scoring political points here. <laughs> 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 um, um, Double points. First, you take on an episode that <laughs> yeah, you suggest. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Now, a name drop. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, no, look, he's a, uh, I'm grateful for him having said yes to mm. being bishop of this diocese. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, he, he, he brings a unique approach and, and as you'd expect, Bishop and the administrator of the cathedral don't always agree on everything. Mm. We just, yeah, and, and that's, it's, it's, human. it's, it's, it's because we're human. It's because we come from different generations. Yeah, sure. It's because we've had different training. Sure. It's, it, that's, that's, that's just life in general. You know, I mean, when, when you have, when you have differences of that kind, you're bound to disagree on certain yeah, things. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's, it's marvellous knowing that I'm able to disagree, that he's able to disagree, and that, that we can still have in common Christ our Lord and his church mm. and know that, that both of us are coming from a place that we love the Lord and that that we want to serve him and do his flock justice. Mm. And, and that, that, is a, that is something that our bishop has in spades. Yes. Uh, he has that in 100%. spades. He loves the Lord. Yes. He wants to serve the church. And, and it's something that consistently comes across. And so I'm very grateful for his presence in our diocese because of that. Mm. Uh, mm. Even in the moments where I find myself disagreeing with a particular approach or a particular decision, there's never any doubt at any point that, that the whatever the disagreements may be, it's not a core disagreement. Mm. You know, it's it's not a it's not a disagreement which is core level. It's no. a disagreement which is peripheral level. Yes. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. you know, and and because at at the core, there is still that agreement of Christ is central, and the service of His flock uh, must always be carried out in fidelity to the Lord. Mm. And and so for that, I'm very very grateful. Thank you, Bishop Mark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, that's beautiful. I think you tied there. <laughs> tied. You tied. Nice, you tied. nice. You did well. No, but we are. We're very blessed to have the bishop. We are. We are. Yeah. Thanks hard for that. Amen. All righty. Well, thanks so much for joining us for this first episode of Season 4 of the Living Fearless Podcast. We're so excited to be back. We will see you again next week. But until then, God bless. God bless.